Hello, everybody. How's it going? I didn't feel like waiting three minutes, so we're starting three minutes early. Congratulations on the Bitcoin bounce. We've got uh, from the bottom up to the peak of the bounce so far today, 43%. Guess who told you bounces were legal yesterday? I did. Guess who told you when it looks like absolute total garbage? That's usually when you're due for a bounce. Yeah, I said that. And here we are up 43% on Bitcoin. And on Ethereum, we're up. This bounce is about to the peak, 62%. Went down to 1850, went up to 3K. So good bounces, right? That's hard to like, why do we talk about this when you're not gonna trade anyway? I don't know, it's fun to talk about, but you shouldn't trade anyway, so. So right now, Ethereum 29.04 and Bitcoin 41.567 and Hex 52 cents. Very good stuff, very good stuff. Hex outperformed Bitcoin and Ethereum. Went up more, dipped less. Love it, absolutely love it. Kinetics is in stream saying, we ended our stream early just for you, sir. All right, glad to hear that. So what are we doing today? Today we're showing off a little bit. Uh, oh, developers on Pulse, absolutely making fantastic progress. They've now got uh, multiple validators up with Ethereum system state injected. They're working on the unique address generation per chain, per new Pulse address for the sacrifice phase. It's just going great. Like. I am not used to progress that goes so awesome like this. Usually software is a total and complete nightmare. This time it's going really well. Like I'm, I'm very impressed. If you want to see more about that, go to t.me forward slash pulsechain.com. That's t.me forward slash pulsechain.com. You're going to get a copy of basically every ERC-20 that exists in the world on the, on the Pulse network. So if you've got a, a coin you like, maybe you like Chainlink, boom. You're going to get it on Pulse. You like these new stupid fake meme coins? Boom, you're going to get those on Pulse too. So it's really amazing. It's the, the largest airdrop in history. And uh, it's you know a network that has traits that are superior to Ethereum's. So it'll have four times the throughput using three second blocks instead of 13 second blocks. And uh, you know you can, and even on Ethereum 2.0, you got to have 32 ETH if you want to make uh, money as a validator. In this system, because it's delegated, you can delegate your stake to somebody else. You don't have to have some giant stack to make money. It's a, it's a superior design, and it's going to launch vastly before Ethereum 2. So we're going to beat Ethereum. We're going to beat Ethereum 2.0 to market with Ethereum, with more tokens, with higher throughput, with a better staking model, and coin burning. This is like, yeah, man, this is awesome. It's so good. It's so good. Very excited about it. So I got uh, some new expensive crap to brag about. If you guys like expensive crap, I think people do like expensive crap because I get more likes and I get more subscribes and I get more follows and stuff. So you guys have trained me to overspend on things. Congrats. Congrats, everyone. I used to not spend much. Now I'm going to overspend on stuff. This here uh, jacket, this is $2,300. Reversible though, so you're getting two for the price of one. The pants that go with it, uh, $2,000. This, uh, let's take a look at some watches, huh? 
first let's go through the uh the old ones all right let's go through the old ones so my first watch i got this in 2003 this is a rolex submariner two-tone stainless and gold it's nice just tells you the date it's got a little cyclops which makes it bigger i love this watch very nice watch you get this for only thirteen thousand. then we'll set this bed boy here then i was like all right i always wanted one of these daytona two-tone this is a zenith and uh this is a chronograph so if you click this it starts and stops if you click this it resets you can get this for twenty thousand yep and then i should have these spinning actually so they look cool on stream so we'll get those spinning spin them up spin them up boys there you go now we can get into the exciting stuff all right here comes the, the madness so uh this here watch case thousand bucks <clears throat> this watch winder i think is 1700 maybe 2000 here we go these are called patek philippe nautiluses and uh i'm gonna put i've actually already put in the description of the video this uh, thing called uh, behind the hype really good video series on just different stuff that's really popular and why it's popular uh, so this is a Patek Philippe Nautilus 5726. They only make the entire Patek Philippe company about 40000 a year. Your Rolex makes about a million watches a year. This one does day, date, moon phase, day, date, month, moon phase, 24-hour indicator, stainless. Get this for 100000 And this I just got uh, recently. This is a Patek Philippe 5980 chronograph. Here's how you start it, stop it, reset it. Two-tone. Um, it's neat because you can see all these expensive watches on celebrities if you like celebrities. So Drake had his 5726 uh, fully decked out with emeralds, green emeralds. I showed some pictures of Conor McGregor wearing this one. Um, it's funny because Conor also has the same Versace like uh, vest robe thing that I have. He looks a lot better in his than I look in mine. Anyway, you can get this for about 135000 Yeah, Blue face, two-tone. Now, these are all nice watches, right? These are pretty nice watches. And the, and the thing is, every single one of these watches goes up in value. I'm not buying a watch that goes down in value. You can buy... Most watches go down in value, okay? The vast majority of watches, you will lose money buying. The watches I have, they go up in value. They do not go down. So now we're going to move on to the bad boy. This next watch is absolutely stupid. I mean, absolutely silly. Silly, 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 silly watch. All right. Let's take a look at this. It'll be upside down for you guys at home here, so I guess I'll take it off. This is so new that there's still plastic on the bracelet, which I think is pretty funny. <sighs> oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> this is a GMT Master II rose gold. And if you go on Rolex's website, you can't even find this because they're not currently producing them. And they produce them so rarely that they, they won't even sell you one. If they even had one in stock, they have to verify who you are before they'll sell you one. 
That's how rare these are. So this is $250,000. It probably will go up. So it's 250000 today. What do we have here? Sapphire, ruby, diamond set, face, otherwise known as a dial. Diamonds in the bezel as well. That's like a triangle diamond. Diamonds in the bracelet. So you can get crappier versions of this that just have a black face or don't have diamonds in the bracelet. But really, if you're trying to show off, you kind of want to get the best of the version, right? I think this is the third most expensive Rolex they make. I think I think this would be tied with the Rainbow Daytona and the price from the factory. The Rainbow Daytona now costs a lot more aftermarket just because more celebrities wore it and therefore now the fruitier looking watch costs more. So you could a Rolex Daytona Rainbow you could pay five or six hundred thousand dollars for. Two hundred and fifty for this. I think they may end up the same price at the end. So this has, I believe, a lot more room to appreciate than the uh, the Rainbow Daytona. What else? Yeah, just diamonds everywhere. And to show you how much better they are, these diamonds are murdering my other diamonds. Because these diamonds are GH color. I think these are D flawless. I think, but I'm not absolutely sure. But like these diamonds are just slaughtering my other diamonds. Now it is cool that I've got rose gold, white gold, yellow gold in this bracelet. Blue diamond, yellow diamond, white diamond. So it goes with just about everything. This watch is insane. You can rotate this, can go both directions. Submariner only goes one way because it's helped you tell how long you can be underwater. And if it goes the other way, you could just drown. And then it's also got this method by which you can change the time. I set all my watches to GMT time, UTC time. So if you just pull this out one, you can change. Oh, how many do I got to go here? See how you can change the time, but the uh, seconds keep going. So you can change what time zone you're in. And then this uh, this longer triangular one is 24 hour indicator. So it only goes half the speed as the normal hour indicator goes. 307 UTC, there we go. And then this thing glows so hard. Like the uh, when you're out in the sun and then you come indoors, it's just like absolutely insane glow. I mean, I don't think that I could show you on screen what that looks like. I don't think that's going to work. But hey, if it does, magic. All right. So, yeah, this is what a, a quarter million dollar watch looks like. And here's the problem, right? So, if you, <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to ever wear these Pateks because this, uh, this Rolex is beating on them so hard. It's just like oof, brutal beating. So let's put this one next to these other ones. Important thing, if you read the manual, like if you read a Patek manual, it's going to tell you not to wear your watch on the same wrist that you've got a bracelet on because they could hit each other. Look at look at the difference here. And by the way, this is like 100, 135, 250. So what is that, like half a million dollars of watches? It's not bad. Yeah, I just I just think that I'm gonna wear this uh, this insane one a lot more often than the other ones. <laughs> this is how I feel about it. Yeah, they're all very nice, and I'm not gonna lose money on any of them. They're gonna go up in value, so whatever. It ain't crypto, but hey, if you need to get views, I mean, can we be serious? I deserve more than fifty thousand subs. I've got seventy-one thousand on uh, on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash Richard Hartwin. 
I've only got like, I don't know, 51, 52, 55K, something like that on uh, on YouTube. How dumb is that? I mean, if I did keyboard review videos, I would get more views. So, and here's, I was looking and there's still plastic here. Like this is still plastic from the factory right here. I'm, I was gonna take it off and I was like, yeah, screw it, just leave it. It's so awesome. These things are in perfect condition, all of them, just absolutely perfect. Here's another thing, right? Like people ask, well, oh, what about Richard Mill? When you get a, a, a Patek Nautilus, if you get it without the metal bracelet, it costs half as much. So then, and it's the same with the Rolexes. If you get a Rolex with a leather strap or a rubber strap, it's gonna cost half as much. So when I look at Richard Mills, which I think are very silly looking watches, I love their profile from the outside, but the actual what's going on inside the watch, I think looks absolutely silly. I can read these. Reading a Richard Mills is like a joke. Um, those are like 500K with a rubber band bracelet. And then that means it's like basically a million dollar watch, but it ain't worth a million dollars. Like I, I think they're massively overpriced is my opinion. And I don't think any of those Pateks, or rather, I don't think any of those Richard Mill steps to this. And that's the other thing. If you're going to overspend like an idiot on these watches just to try and show off, because you're not telling time with these for the most part, man, you want people to at least recognize they're baller. So the people at least recognize this Rolex. A lot, most humans don't recognize these Pateks. Unless they're watching rap videos or collecting watches, they have no idea what these are. But this, they know. Like if you watch the end of Born Identity, there's a big, chunky, solid green gold uh, Daytona white face on there. People recognize these as money. And so this one, the funny part is it, it's so God darn expensive and it, it almost looks fake. You can't even believe it's real. You're like, ah, yeah, there's no way that's real. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, it good. This one goes well with my, uh, bracelet here. Let's see if I can get them to go together. See, cause they both got rows. No. All right, so that's that's what it's like to waste a lot of money on watches. But hey, I don't buy much, so whatever. It's been been a couple of decades since I bought something expensive. <clears throat> Show receipts or you bought clones, a.k.a. replicas. Man, I could bring out the boxes that come with them. I could bring out all the accessories, man. These are as real as they get. I can even show you how to detect the fakes if you want, or you can just go on YouTube. There's whole YouTube videos about how to see what the super clones are and what the real ones are. I mean, the easiest thing to me is if you look at where the second hand is attached to this, uh, these three hands are attached in the center to something, the little dimple, the little finishing of the attachment point in the center is the easiest way to tell. But then if you, if you have like a, a jeweler's loop and you look really close, you can see the finishing on the hands themselves. And you're basically just looking for tiny bits of roughness. Now that's hilarious, by the way, that you have to have basically a, a macro lens or a jeweler's loop or a microscope to tell the difference between the best fakes and the real ones, right? So, yeah, they look all right, but yeah, no comparison. This one's murdering them, it's just killing them. All right, let's read chat here. So what do we got? We got, I don't know, half a million dollars of crap sitting here. Put it up to the camera. I tried that. I'll try it again, but I, the minimum focus distance on this lens, I think is really wide. And I've got the focal area just up here. 
So, I mean, I can put them a little bit closer to the, uh, to the camera, but I don't, I really don't know that it's going to get that much better. If you want to get a good picture of these, um, I'm going to probably take a good picture and put it on uh, Twitter as soon as the stream's over. Let's get these all on the same page here. Come on, buddy. You can do it. All right. I'll, I'll zoom in and see if I can, uh, get these on stream for you guys. Nope, that's not the right button. Hold on a second, guys. There we go. Let's see what we can get done here. Nope, no. No. It's just not grabbing focus. Grab focus. You can do it. I guess that worked all right. I'm sure you couldn't hear me because my mic's all the way back here, but. All right, I'm back. Checking out chat here. Factory diamonds, yeah, it's, it's all factory. So the thing, the deal with watches is, if you get, if you get an expensive watch, so like maybe you could get a brand new GMT2 rose gold for like 50, 60 K. No, it's probably more than that. I mean, if you could get one from the, the dealer, which you cannot, you can only get them aftermarket. You're going to pay maybe 70 K my guess. And then if you get with diamonds in it, okay, this one's 250 K. But then if you try and add your own diamonds, you actually lose money. You pay for labor and you pay for the stones and then your watch is now worth less than it was without the diamonds. So you just, it's just like modifying your car. If you modify your car, you lose the value of the stuff you put in it and it's worth less than the car was stock. It's just insane. So watches, same thing. If you put aftermarket diamonds in there, you lose money. So you can get something that looks similar, but you know, it's, I like efficient and I like things that go up in value. And so spending a lot of money to get something that goes down in value seems really silly to me. <clears throat> Let's check chat here. I was gonna assist for laughs. I was thinking like I could wear one baller watch on each wrist and then put an Apple watch on the winder, you know? Haven't done that yet. I think that'd piss people off pretty handily. Show receipts, bitch. Why would I show receipts to you? Why? Why would I do that? You don't know where I live. Why? Why would I show you receipts? How stupid are you? 
I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that ever. Like for anything. Very weird, very weird request. And by the way, no one guessed this one. Some people guessed the uh, the Daytona, and some people guessed like an, a different color Daytona. But if someone wants to find out whether these are defaultless or not, that would be handy. I posted a video under the, well, I didn't post it yet, but I have a video of someone reviewing one that's very similar to this, going through you know how it's made and all that stuff. What am I gonna do? It's really, it's too hard to put these things on their little winders. So for now, I'll just set them in their home here. And I feel stupid for buying only a three watch winder now because I've got five watches. I should have probably guessed I would go overboard because I tend to go overboard with stuff. Who knows how many watches I'll end up with. Soon I'll have the uh, Louis Vuitton eight case uh, watch holder thing. That's not, it's not here yet. <clears throat> and that's seven grand on its own or something like that. I don't know. It's really expensive. Just the, the watch box. Time to waste money, homies. Waste, waste, waste. Love you and your new daily stream. Where do diamonds come from? Well, you can make them yourself and they're better quality than what comes from the earth and they only cost a third as much. So I think a lab diamond's way better than a natural diamond because it's optically better, financially better, no slavery involved better. Like it's just vastly superior. Nothing beats the hex shirt. I know, man, but I gotta mix it up, man. I gotta mix it up or it looks like it's the same stream every time. Somebody says, I'm selling my hex now. Fuck off, sell it. See ya. You'll cry like a bitch when the price keeps doubling. You'll be like, ooh, why did I sell? Anybody, like, people don't understand what hex is designed to do. It's better than Bitcoin. It's outperforming Bitcoin. It has more upside and less downside. It goes up more and dips less than anything else in crypto. So it's amazing. You, you really can't do better. 100% uptime. Like it's just absolutely fantastic. What if we did a 2X right now? Would you be ready to light the candles? Yeah, if someone wants to 2X the price on the V2 USDC pair, I'll light the candles. So if we go up to 10 cents, I'll light the candles, all right? You really know what time it is, Richard. Respect you are making millionaires. Thanks, man. I just sit around, so, you know, it's luck. It's all luck. Thoughts on a Grand Seiko? They just don't appreciate it very much. And they don't work on normal watch winders because they have a, an odd uh, charging system in them. So you can't just put them on a normal watch winder. So, I mean, it's not for me. Like, I'm doing this shit to show off. So if you if you have to explain why someone should like your watch, it's not doing its job. Okay, Patek Philippe, it's in all the rap songs, it's on all the rich people, it's on all the famous people. It only goes up in value. Eight of 10 world's most expensive watches sold at auction were Patek. So, okay, we got that one covered. Rolex, obviously, everyone knows it. I, I will wear this all the time. I will probably never wear those Pateks, probably, so. Such is life. It's like keyboards, right? Once you find your, I got a hundred, well, I don't have hundred, I got maybe 30, 40 keyboards, hundred key sets. And you just, 
use your best one and everything else you just forget about. So somebody says I have a sundial. Nice. Hold up, let me turn up the quality to 4K. Yeah, I'm streaming in 4K, so should be able to see everything. Richard's too smart for most people. It happens. <laughs> You've got more on your wrist than most apartments in my town. Nice. What's with the watches? We're happy for you, but please talk about Pulse. Hey, look, people want to see this shit. That's the reason I only have 50K subs is because I wasn't doing silly like shit like this earlier. So if you want me to be popular and the things I talk about to be popular, I need to do silly shit like this to punch through the noise. That's how it is, man. So now I'm putting stupid text on my thumbnails. Fine. That's what you want. I'll do it. So, um, yeah, I should have millions of subs. Why not? I found a $30 billion cryptocurrency, got a quarter million dollar watch I'm wearing, you know, $4,000 in my pants and my fucking top here. Like, okay, you guys want money? Okay. Here, look money, right? Like whatever you want. <clears throat> What do you want me to tell you about Pulse? I already told you the devs are doing great. It's coming along awesome. It's, it's doing better than expected. What else can I tell you? I mean, still got a little bit of game theory to announce regarding DAO, liquidity mining, things like that. But none of that affects the actual launch, right? Like the actual the actual launch has quite little to do with those things. Like the code, the software that does the consensus, it doesn't really care about those things so much. Because those things are add-ons, right? They're not, they occur after mainnet, not before. No Speedmaster, I don't really care about Omega really. You should do a live stream for keyboard reviews. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I have a couple keyboard reviews, go, go back through. 950 watching, but only 262 likes. Hey, big bounce today. Everything's up 40, 50%. Click like, okay? I told you there'd be a huge bounce, and look, there is. Didn't know you were such a watch guy. I'm, I wasn't, but I guess now I know all the stuff about them, but there's still, it's just some way to show off, right? Like, doesn't have jack shit to do with telling time. So it's just another, I don't know. I know a lot about cars too. I know a lot, any, anything that I know a lot about a lot of stuff. So now I just know a lot about watches. Share, like, and sub. Thanks. Richard, when Drake music video, I don't know. Richard, can you please let us know in simple terms how Pulse Chain will work? Explain for dummies. No, go to t.me forward slash pulsechain.com and read the pinned message. Read the pinned message. There's gonna be, you know how Ethereum exists and there's lots of tokens on it? Soon PulseChain will exist and the same tokens with the same code will be on it. So it'll be awesome. Everyone's gonna get a lot of free stuff. The biggest amount of free stuff ever given out. <laughs> 
by quantity. No, no one's given out thousands of free coins before. Like it's never happened. It's the first time. Been learning to touch type properly after years of pecking around. Yeah, it's just better. Only takes a day or two to pick up. What do I think about Taproot, the biggest upgrade to BTC? Good. I mean, it's not a very big upgrade, but it at least is an upgrade. So cool. I'm, I'm glad to see it. Any exception for Pulse Chain token snapshot? Yeah, there's a couple coins and some scams and shit that won't make it, but most of the scams will make it. So don't get scammed. That's the best advice I can give you. Somebody in the chat says Rolex root beer is still the best. Hey, a hexagon just bought that Rolex root beer. Paid 40K for it. Can't remember which one. It's on Twitter. Congrats on the sick watches. Thanks, man. Where's a community tab that you speak of? I don't know. Like when I go to youtube.com forward slash Richard Hart, it's there. I see community. There's like videos about, and then in the middle, there's community. So if you guys could click the community tab and give me some engagement to hope that the YouTube algorithm gives us some extra views, that'd be awesome. Because look, the more views I get, the smarter the world's going to be. I share a lot of very unique, very powerful information you won't get anywhere else. How do I convince the CEO of another project that smart contracts, uh, did I lose that already? No, it's here. Get duplicated on Pulse and that it is decentralized unlike BSC Phantom and Heco that they're currently building bridges for. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it takes to convince that guy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, let me, let me ask you this. People talk so much shit about centralization. Can you tell me please when centralization has like hurt? Because all of the ERC20 coins are massively centralized owned and massively centralized fake DeFi, full of admin keys, full of oracles, and yet they still pump hard as fuck and they still operate most of the time okay. So like, where is this evil specter of centralization that's fucking everybody up? It, it happens, but man, it's rare. And it usually happens in exchanges. So if you have admin keys, it disgusts me. If you have oracles, it disgusts me. If you have centralized exchange, it disgusts me because these things can and will fail and are controlled by a few people and there is huge risk there. But like, I mean, sure, like Matic has admin keys where they could just steal everybody's money. Every deposit that's been made to Matic, they could just steal all of it with a 24 hour warning that most people probably wouldn't even notice. It's $8 billion or something. So it's stupid and disgusting and it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. But like, you know, some of these other things you mentioned, I'm not sure they're that bad. So it's like, it's like BSC. Let's take BSC. Does it suck that it's centralized? Maybe, but does it suck any extra beyond their exchange being centralized? Probably the same amount of suck. If you assume the same guys are running it and then it's, it's like, yes, it goes down. Yes. They pause withdrawals all the time. Yes. People are still begging for the money and they won't give them their fucking money. Binance will not pay some people their money. And they pretend to give you customer service by giving you talk to some third world guide that doesn't know what he's doing. That keeps asking you for selfies over and over again. It doesn't matter how many selfies you send. So yes, parts of Binance are absolutely disgusting. 
but by and large, most people have an okay time with it. So like, you know, decentralization of the node infrastructure, increasing censorship resistance, I like. Decentralization in the ownership structure, usually worse. Oh, you know, Bitcoin's decentralized. All right, well, it dips 85%. Ethereum's decentralized. All right, well, it dips 95%. And you're like, well, why? Because emergently a bunch of wrecked plebs clicking sell to the order book equals the same thing as a whale or pressing sell, and the whale never has to do it, right? Like, do you know how, do you know how many of these watches I could buy? <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I could spend all day, every day buying these watches and, and keep doing it for, for a very long time. And it's like... I'm whenever you see a price dip, probably not me, probably a bunch of weekends. So it's like, I'm, I'm trying to educate people about what works and what works is centralization. Usually Amazon, most successful publicly traded company in history, the founder, often the richest guy in the world, centralized as fuck. Facebook centralized as fuck. Tesla centralized as fuck. The United States government, centralized as fuck. One guy can nuke everybody, one guy. He could just kill everybody for fun. He could be like, hey, you know what? Kill everybody, nukes, one guy. So centralization and control structures and ownership is the way the vast majority of wealth has been created. I mean, it's like Patek Philippe. That's two guys' names. It's a family owned and operated company. The, the CEO is Thierry Stern and they're not publicly traded and they don't tell you where they get their stuff and they don't tell you, you know, when they're going to do a certain thing, it's all private. And yet it's the most successful, like people take this decentralization thing and just stick at all types of places. It doesn't belong. The only place decentralization is useful at all is at the node level for censorship resistance. And if you can get censorship resistance in a less costly way, then it's just better for everybody. It's better for the environment. It's better for everybody. So, you know, this, this like, the things I see failing are things that you would think by that old logic shouldn't fail. Oh, well, okay. Look, maybe Ethereum classic has a more decentralized minor infrastructure, but it gets 51% attacked all the time. Well, what happened, bro? I, th I thought decentralized was better. No, there's nuance. And it turns out decentralized isn't enough better if you still have minority SHA-256, or in their case, ET hash mining. So like, yeah. Trying to teach people these nuanced ideas is, is hard. The vast majority of successful things in the world are extremely centralized. And vertical integration reduces costs and increases margins and increases competition competitive advantage over your competitors. So horizontal scaling and decentralization is extremely costly, extremely inefficient. And the only place you should be willing to accept it is where you need censorship resistance. So we like in hacks, we have uh, decentralized mining because it's an Ethereum ERC 20 currently. And we have multiple front ends on multiple code bases with multiple maintainers and no relationship between them whatsoever, either financial or anything. And so if any one of us dies, you still have other front ends that you can use. And if they all die, you can use Etherscan write contract function. And if that goes away, you can write your own interface. 
and just install your own Ethereum node and write your own interface to it using its own RPC uh, local interface. So like we in Hex have decentralization vastly superior to any other um, DeFi project that I'm aware of, except maybe Uniswap, maybe. And they've introduced light admin keys there where they can flip a switch to turn on attacks for liquidity providers. They're no longer open source on their newest V3 version. They've changed to a commercial open source thing where they have exclusive rights to the code for two years and then it becomes open source after two years. So other than Uniswap has more front ends out there, but they're not, I mean, you can't beat Hex. 100% uptime, up 1200X without staking, 2400X with staking in a year and a half. You just can't beat it. All right. Hey Rich, do you think we're still heading for multi-year bear or do a double peak like 2013? See, I hate these questions. Here's why. And it's an important question. It's the right question and you should feel good for asking it, but I hate it personally. On the one hand, I want to brag about being right. And so when I see a top, I want to call the top and be like, hey, look how right I was. But on the other hand, I don't want to cause a top and I don't want to hurt the price. So how do I brag about being right by posting just enough right, but not so overwrite that I'm causing harm? And it's super, super hard to do. And I think I achieved that. I think I achieved that with my post regarding Bitcoin falling out of its parabola for the Coinbase IPO and the 27 days later ETH dumping, which to the day, 27 days later, ETH dumped, just like 2017. So... Now the question is, do we, do we complete the fractal and do what we did in 2017 and 2018 and do doom for a while? Or do we do what we did in 2013 or no, uh, what was it 2013? Can't remember the year, but there was a year where we did a double bubble. Might've been 2012. No, it couldn't have been. Yeah. I, I don't remember the exact date, but there was, there was a double bubble where we went up, dumped, and then went up again real quick. So super cycle meme, double bubble meme. Now look, back in 2017, people were talking the same shit. Like, hey, let's go do a double bubble. And that was on the table then, right? And no, there's also things back then like the the death spiral from the BCH fork. There was all this crap. Oh, what about the what about the Illuminati cartel that was gonna dump Bitcoin forever with artificial, you know, CME shorts forever? Well, that shit was wrong. There was no death spiral. There was no cartel bullshit. And I'll tell you then the same thing I'll tell you now. Hey, if there's a cartel, they're going to make more money long than short always. So why wouldn't they just use their cartel powers to be long? And that's the reason everyone that's rich in the world is rich long, not short. And all the shorts are perma-wrecked. So like, if you're shorting, you're just basically like doomed at some point. Shorting is, hey, look, everything's going up and to the right. Why would you short that? Why wouldn't you long that? <clears throat> let's see here my mom's over my shoulder crushing on Richard lol why am I jealous <laughs> what nice alright I tripled down on Hex yesterday good stuff is the Lex Friedman interview going to happen before launch pulse look he invited to fly me out to the states and put me up in a hotel nice of him I probably don't need the money I counter offered to fly him out and donate 25 grand to the charity of his choice. Not sure he got the offer, not sure he read it. I DM'd it to him. 
I don't know. Um, I care more about launching Pulse than I care about flying. So it's like Pulse first, sacrifice first, then interviews. Because look, man, it's the year 2021. Why do I got to travel places? I got 4K streaming, 4222 Calair, 422 Calair. The best backdrop you can have, like, there's no reason for me to have to come places physically unless you want to smell my perfume. There's really no reason. I'm as exciting and as interesting on the screen. So it's a little bit silly that you can do a technological interview in the least technological way possible. It's, you know, we could have already done several interviews, but one of us is more flexible and more technological, perhaps. I don't know. Like, it's, it's weird. What's my opinion on oracles like Link? Well, they had an oracle that would tell you the price of gold, and it lied, and it never lost any money for doing that. And so it's a giant, complete meme joke. There's no bonding mechanics that matter whatsoever. There's no slashing that matters whatsoever. It's literally just an eBay for people that want to sell you price feeds that go down or not, and, and there's no penalty for them going down. So it's, it's, it's a meme coin that everyone fell for the meme. They're like, oh, oh, price oracles, it's so good. But the actual technology has no merit whatsoever at all. Gold, published the wrong price, no penalty whatsoever. Life continues, no one cares. The white paper is equally silly. The white paper literally states like, oh yes, we're, no one will lie as an oracle because then people will stop giving them money. What? So your security model is after someone exit scams you, you won't want to get exit scammed again. Wow, then everything has that security model. What doesn't have that security model, right? So, you know, it's just so, so much of cryptocurrency is meme coin bullshit with no innovation whatsoever. There is no innovation in offering a market for people to sell services. I mean, unless you consider eBay like an innovation. So whatever. I mean, like I'm trying not to make fun of other coins because I prefer all those people like me, like Pulse, like Hex, and I don't make a goddamn nickel by shit-talking these other coins. So I'd prefer not to shit-talk Link. I'd prefer not to shit-talk all these other projects and just let everyone go do their fucking thing, you know? Because in the end, like, if, if everyone... If everyone's getting rich anyway, then what are you going to do, right? Like, some people got rich on Dogecoin. No development, nothing but a JPEG. Okay, fine, you know? But hopefully in the bear market, these shits get harmed, right? Like hopefully in the bear market, the, the better stuff does better and the worse stuff does worse. And that's what we just saw with the dip that Bitcoin and Ethereum just had. Bitcoin and Ethereum aren't as good as Hex, which is the reason Hex is outperforming them. The price is going up more and down less. What do you want? And it has unique features. Ethereum is trying to copy Hex's features. Ethereum is trying to pay stakers. They're not there yet. Ethereum is trying to... Uh, do proof of stake to waste less energy. Pulse is going to get there first. And Hex doesn't, you know, it's it doesn't even pay uh, miners inflation. It only pays stakers inflation. Ethereum still pays miners inflation, and they dump it on the market to pollute the environment, and they push the price down. So it's like Hex is a superior product, and the price chart is showing that. And hopefully we see a lot more of that in the bear market if we get one. So back to this guy's question. Is it a bear market? Look, I hope I'm wrong. I hope price goes to the moon. I hope we do double bubble. 
I hope there's the flippening. I hope Ethereum goes to 10K. I hope for all those things. But that's not what happened in 2017 and 2018. So can we do things different? Yes, we can. And I hope for that. But that's not what happened in 2017-18. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <clears throat> and by the way, if Hex keeps going up when everything else goes down anyway, come join our team, right? You don't, you don't need to, if the rest of crypto isn't a bear and Hex don't care and it just keeps going up, fine with me. Pulse is going to be amazing as shit. Thank you. Agree. Can an ETH-based smart contract be copied on Pulse? It just is. Can the okay? Can an ETH can an ETH-based smart contract be copied on Pulse with or without the agreement of the creator of the smart contract, or can the creator sabotage a copy? If you're using fake DeFi, and if you're using some centralized bullshit that requires an admin key or an oracle, then you will have to beg the guy that's in charge of that to let it work somewhere else and to not kill it. So if you're already begging that guy on Ethereum, then you'll have to beg the same guy on Pulse because it's the same code. So for instance, USDT, they have an admin key. They can make your coins disappear at will. They can make everybody's coins disappear at will. USDC, same thing. So any, a lot of these centrally issued stable coins, the vast majority of centrally issued stable coins have admin keys where they can just turn off everybody's coins. So yeah, beware of that stuff. Fake DeFi, beware of it now and beware of it in the future because it is fake. Real DeFi, like, real DeFi like Hex has no admin keys. Nobody can turn your coins off. Nobody can stop you from transacting. Nobody can stop you from trading. It's real decentralized finance. It's what I'm in cryptocurrency for, to get rid of middlemen, to improve efficiency. Hex has 100% uptime. None of that other garbage does. So Hex.com. How can the community convince these rockstar devs to work on on-chain shorting capability after completing Pulse? I mean, my gut feeling is that once people see how amazing Pulse is and how much free money there is on it, you're going to see a lot more adoption and a lot more gates open up is my gut feeling because people love free money and they love not paying. Uh, it was up to $700 to do a Uniswap swap and $300 to do an, a normal ERC-20 send yesterday. So if you think it's okay to pay $300 to do an ERC-20 send and $700 to do a Uniswap swap, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's garbage. Ethereum's fucked up now. Pulse Chain is going to fix it. T.me forward slash PulseChain.com. So, you know, those people that are enduring that horror right now, I'm sure they would be more than happy to come be on the Pulse Chain uh, where it's going to be basically free to transact <clears throat> in the beginning. Right. Who knows as adoption ramps up, cost ramps up as it should because people were bidding for space. Hi, Richard. Best regards from Holland. I bought a BMW with hex gains. Congratulations, man. Consider making a, te a testimonial video for the website and, you know, put a tweet out there. Any, any hexkins out there that have done well with hex really could use your testimonial videos, you know? So testimonial text is okay. Testimonial video is even better. Uh, send them to me, t.me forward slash Richard Hart. I'd really appreciate it. Why would Hex go up in a bear when it had a pullback like everything else? Because our pullback wasn't like their pullbacks. 
our pullback was normal after like a 500 or 600% run up over a week or two. That's normal. We didn't have any extra weird shit happen during that pullback. It was just standard basic stuff. So we didn't do anything abnormal during everybody else's dump. The 50 and 60% dumps in Ethereum and Bitcoin, Bitcoin dropped 55%, Ethereum dropped 65% in seven fucking days. It took actually Bitcoin 90 days, I think, to do that dump. Or maybe it was only 30. I think it was 30 days. April 14th till now. So like 45 days or something. Um, yeah, like Hex is showing you vastly superior upside with totally normal variance on downside. It didn't, I don't, I don't think that it dumped very much at all for the bull. It went up for a very long period of time while everything else was dying. And only when everything super duper extra died was it affected a little bit. So, you know, when... <laughs> When, if, when Bitcoin decided not to do just a 40% dump, but a 55% dump, then Hex responded a little bit. Because you have to remember, a third of the liquidity on the bid side for Hex is still Ethereum-based. So even though we're vastly decorrelated and show much more upside and much less downside, even though that's the case, you know, like, like Ethereum dropped 95% once after it was a fully price-discovered market. Hex never dropped 95% after it was a fully price discovered market, right? Like once there was actual trading and actual market participants with, with decent liquidity. So, okay, now we have like a real price. It's on a couple exchanges, right? Well, we never dropped 95% after that, but Ethereum did. So it's like, <laughs> it's so good. Hex.com is vastly superior to Ethereum and Bitcoin. And with Pulse Chain underneath it, and uh, the ability to, to get all the beautiful features of Hex with low fees instead of the high fees we're having now, it's going to be even more beautiful. Because a lot of people are paying $300, $150 to on-ramp to Hex as a tax to the uh, Ethereum overlords. And it kind of sucks a little bit, you know? It's not, it's not great. So I, I don't think someone should have to pay $150 tax to on-ramp to your project. I don't like that, you know? So I'm solving it. And it's going fabulously. Like, it's going really, really fast. I'm in Australia and it's 1.40 a.m. Can you shout out Royce and Emma? There you go, bro. There's your hookup. The only reason people exit hacks is because they can't handle the gains. They can't believe their own eyes and aren't used to things going up 1,000x with 10,000 or 100,000x potential. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. That jacket looks so dumb, really. Which one? The uh, the life preserver or this one? Yeah, some of this shit does look dumb. On purpose. To get you mad. I'm glad you're mad. Richard Hart, you are a smart guy. Any recommendation on how to get into blockchain smart contract development as a developer? Yeah. Learn Solidity. It's just like JavaScript, but it sucks more. And JavaScript itself sucks, but hey. Um, that's about it. I mean, Google it. There's all types of free tutorials. Like, you, if you're a developer... Don't know why I was offline for a second there, guys. Sorry, but... Apparently I'm back. Yeah. Um, Google learn solidity and you'll get all the results you want. 
Hey, guys from Australia, I already shouted you out. I hope you heard it. What's my favorite opener? Hey, do you want to read a really cool American guy? Are you from XYZ place? I'm already in, so it's an obvious yes. Those are pretty, pretty solid ones for me. What's my take on die? I mean, it's probably the most decentralized stable we have available, but it's regrettable that it is partially corrupted due to being able to accept coins that have admin keys, such as USDT. So you can use USDT to mint die and that means it is less censorship resistant, which kind of sucks. So it's still probably the most uh, decentralized we've got currently, but it could be better. Do I still deadlift or bench? Been a while, mate. Been a while. The sacrifice of liquid hex will equal how many pulse? Is a ratio you can know or explain. The final, I mean... The final specs on that stuff you have to wait a little bit for. Soon, very soon. What kind of bed do I sleep on? <laughs> I had a custom made giant, giant, giant bed made. It's maybe, I don't know, 13 or 14 feet wide and slightly longer than normal. So there's so much fun for activities. So much room for activities rather. <clears throat> it also sucks because you can't you cannot get sheets, you have to make them all. So anything you wanna put on your bed, you have to have had it made custom because it's not for sale. F follow me on Twitter, follow me on YouTube, go to t.me forward slash pulsechain.com. And it was really good talking to you guys. I hope you've enjoyed the gaudy the gaudy gaudiness. See you, everybody.